Hello and welcome back to BB True Crime. I'm Beth. And I am Becky. I have to think about it for a second there. I am, uh, I'm glad you know who you are. It took me a second just to figure out I was a bit like, uh, what am I supposed to say? But I've remembered now. I'm glad. My name is Becky. Hello everybody. Uh, so Becky is still ill. Mm-hmm. So if you hear any just death in the background. <sighs> Coughing, sneezing, general bugginess. It's not great fun. But we're doing it anyway, so if I have to suffer, you guys have to suffer also. Why are you suffering? You're not ill. You might, I mean, remember COVID? Okay, turban head, relax. All right. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Um, so this is episode 22. We did record these out of order. We did. So it feels like we're just going backwards. It has. Um, but this one, we have another serial killer for you. Um, but also, I'm going to shout out the American people. I've seen we've had a lot of American folks uh, find our podcast recently. Good old US of A. So, uh, yeah, shout out you guys. It is wild to think that there are people in the US sitting here listening to Hey, there's people us. all over the world. We've got Canada. We got well, that's s- it. Canada, we're done. We can finish. Uh, We've we got South Africa. We've achieved Canada. That's we're, it. We're in India. India, yeah. yeah. Finland. Germany. It's wild. Australia. It is wild. Literally everywhere. Poland. Poland, yeah. So, let's crack on. I do love a good serial killer. Everyone loves a good serial killer. Well, the yeah. mentally yeah. ill, the mentally ill people. I've got to say, I was like, love this a good clarification. So, anyway, that's who have we got? All. Okay, so we have a serial killer, um, called, and he's Ukrainian, oh, okay. Russian, um, called Andrei Chiktilo. Andrei. Andre, that's right. I do like the name Andre. So I'm going to show you a picture. He looks like a serial killer. It's the moustache for me, honestly. It's the bald head and the eyebrows for yeah. me. Yeah, he's giving me serial killer Although eyes. the moustache definitely doesn't help. Yeah, it's a little no. unnerving. He's just dead eyes into the, the mm. camera in that shot. It's a bit scary. But So, let me tell you about Andre. Okay, hit me. And it's a roller coaster. Wow. It, yeah. I can't wait. I don't think you're ready. Probably not. So, he's a Soviet serial killer. Okay. Quite a high kill count as well. Oh. Might be one of the highest, if not the highest we've had. All right. Um, so, he had several nicknames. Because, um, you know, they always give cool nicknames oh, for serial obviously. killers. Yeah. Um, they can't call him just like, I don't know, the wet wipe. The wet wipe. <laughs> the, wet... <laughs> the average Joe. Yeah. Because I feel like there'd be less serial killers if that was a thing. Yeah. I mean, we know for a fact, like, t- I know I know quite a few TV shows that have covered, like, people who became serial killers only for the notoriety. Yeah, yeah, there's loads of those. Like, if we weren't so fascinated with serial killers, I feel like mm. we may have less serial killers. Yeah, probably. I feel like it's something um, we're never going to know because we're always going to have this morbid fascination with people who go off their rocker and mass murder people. Gotta admit, it is interesting. Questionable, that sentence. Yeah, we'll maybe, anyway. maybe. All right, so some of his nicknames included the Butcher of Rostov. Butcher of Blaviken. Sorry. What? Witcher. It's been Geralt a long of Rivia time. was referred to as the Butcher of Blaviken because he murdered a ginormous amount of people in the city centre. Concerning. Of Blaviken. Um, and the, then was kicked out. The Rostov Ripper. The Rostov... Why is there always a Ripper? Like, oh, everywhere there's you another go. Ripper and the Red Ripper. The Red Ripper. They just, like, Ripper everywhere. I mean, to be fair, as soon as the... Uh, the Jack the Ripper became a thing. Everything is a variation of the Ripper. Like, yeah, you've got the really Yorkshire is, Ripper, yeah. his guy. 
I'm pretty sure there's an American ripper somewhere. I can't remember. Probably, my head. yeah. So he sexually assaulted, oh. murdered, and mutilated at least 52 women and children between 1978 and 1990. So oh, he was bloody busy, wasn't he? Yeah, and pretty like violent. Not, pretty kind of recent. <laughs> oh, 1990. Yeah, 1990. Yeah, though. Why um, is it that serial killers always start with sexual assault? Have you noticed so many serial killers? It, it's like a, I mean, granted, it's still pretty horrific. Um. But it's like, I guess, a lower form of, like, power over someone in it. It's power control, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, it's all about power, man. Plus, I mean, if you're going to murder somebody... I mean, and if you get away with that, yeah. they're like, oh, what else can I get away with? Yeah. So, kind of makes sense. It's a little bit disturbing, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so, and this was in the... Uh, he, he, like, went different locations. Um, he, he's been in Russia, he's been in Ukraine... Um, and a place called Uzbek. No idea where that is. It's in Uzbekistan, I think. I will take your word for that. Um, so he actually ended up, in the end, confis- confessing. Confessing? Think, yes, confessing. There we go. To 56 murders, but he was only tried for 53, I'm assuming, to do with, like, bodies being found and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then that was in April 1992. Um, he was obviously convicted and obviously sentenced to death um, in October 1992. Um, although the Russian Supreme Court ruled in 1993 that there wasn't enough evidence to prove his guilt in nine of those killings. Jeez. Um, so he got his sentence. Well, I mean, the sentence didn't really change. <coughs> it was still death. So yeah. I don't really know why that mattered. Because um, they like to be specific about these things. Well, and I don't know if there still is to this day, but <coughs> in the 90s, Russia still had the death penalty. Yeah. I, I'd imagine they might do still now. It's um, Russia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he got shot in the head in fifth, in February uh, 1994. Excellent. Yeah, got Excellent. shot in the head. I love a good headshot. Pretty brutal. But, um, There's worse ways to die than being shot in the head. I mean, it's painless, which is probably more than he deserved. True, but compared to how the rest of, like, other ones, hangings, lethal injection especially, it's quite violent. Messy. Mm. Oh, was that his execution? That was his execution. Shot in the head. Huh. Yeah. It's Russia. Yeah. I don't exactly. question yeah. it. I <laughs> uh, don't know if we have any Russian listeners. Uh, let us know if that's still a thing. Yeah, please do. I'm intrigued. So... Let's start from the beginning. He was born on the 16th of October, 1936, in the village of, and I would like to apologise to everyone in this episode because I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of everything and everyone. Including the word pronunciation. Maybe so. (laughs) Uh, Andre, I believe, is the only one I'm actually correcting. Andre is the Um, correct way of saying Andre, yes. So... I'm gonna cry. The village. Yep. God help me. Of of Yabulkn. That was horrific. I'm so sorry. But go go away. Stop looking. I just want to look for Yabulkn. Um, but that was in Ukraine. Um, at the time of his birth. So there's quite a lot of factors here, even from his childhood. Yeah. That you're like, oh yeah, that'll probably mess someone up a bit. 
Oh, yeah. Um, so it was between the world wars he was born, wasn't exactly. It? So Ukraine was in the grip of a famine, yeah. Is that to say it right? Famine, famine is famine. Correct, yeah. <laughs> Questioning myself now, and everything. <laughs> um, and that was forced, um, and caused by Joseph Stalin's uh, forced collectivization of agriculture. Yes, he did. Um, his he basically pa- had a stranglehold on the entire yeah. food industry. His parents were both farm laborers, and they only, with him included. And any siblings only lived in a one-room hut. Mm. So, that's not great. Not great. Um, they didn't even receive wages for working. But instead of wages, got the right to cultivate a plot of land behind the hut. That's okay. it. That's all they okay. got. Um, the f- despite that, the family really didn't have any food. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, Chikatilo actually himself claimed that... Um, he had not even eaten bread until the age of 12. Damn. Yeah. Uh, he added that his family and him often would eat grass and leaves uh, to state their hunger when they were really desperate. Um, obviously, we don't really take the word for serial killers, but... True. But at the same time, I don't see why anybody would lie about that. Like... It's to make it sound worse than it is, isn't it? Mm. Um, so throughout his childhood... Chikatilo was repeatedly told by his mother, who was named Anna, uh, that prior to his birth, he had an older brother called Stefan. Um, Let me guess, Stefan died. Uh, at age four, apparently he'd been kidnapped and cannibalised by neighbours who were also starving. Um, there's no proof that this actually happened, um, or if that child ever existed. <laughs> uh, nevertheless, Chikatilo said his childhood and sort of young adulthood called it as being blighted by poverty, ridicule, hunger, and more. So good times. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. No. Um. Stefan. Stefan. Huh? Rip him. Rip Stefan. Literally. Um. Literally rip Stefan. Eat. Rick and uh. <laughs> snack on Stefan. <laughs> This is not appropriate. Stop. Yeah, my bad. Uh, true, he might not have existed, though. We don't he know. He might not have existed. This is true. So, between 1941 and 1944, Chikatilo saw some shit. Did he know? He saw some shit. Um, and that was the effects of the Nazi occupation that mm. was going on also in Ukraine. That's true. Um, he described them as horrors. Understandable. They were. He's not uh, lying to you. Yeah. Um, he witnessed things like bombings, fires, and shootings. Um, a lot of the times, him and his mother would hide in cellars or ditches nearby. Oh, I love that for him. Yeah. On one occasion, apparently, he and his mother were forced to watch their own one-room hut burn to the ground. Where's his father gone? Oh, fight the war. He was war, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously his father was at war. Uh which meant Chikatilo and his mom shared a bed. I mean, that I'm guessing they only had one bed because it's yeah. a one-room hut. Yeah. Um, he apparently was a chronic bedwetter, which is actually on the list of signs that someone's going to become a future serial killer. If they're a bedwetter after a certain age, I think it's like 12 or 14. What? Yeah, there you go. Now you know. Wild. Yeah. Late bedwetter, that's a sign of a serial killer. Damn. Um, and he's obviously... You know, his mum won't be pleased with that. You know, she's having to share the bed. Yeah. Uh, so she would berate and beat him 
every time it happened. For bedwetting. For bedwetting. It's like she knew. Uh, so in 1943, his mom gave birth uh, to a baby girl called, Lord help me, Tatiana. Tatiana. That's how it's, all right, I'm saying it how it is. I just want to see the no. name. Because, uh, so because his father has been conscripted since 1941, he, uh, he didn't, he want the daddy. Oh! Yeah. Mama had an affair? Yeah, a little bit. Wild. Um, however, to make it worse, it's probably, a lot of Ukrainian women were raped by German soldiers. Yes. Um. Yes. So it's, it's speculated that Tatyana was conceived as a... Result of a sexual assault? Yes. Uh, by a German soldier. Um, and it's also questioned um, that the rape of his mother may have happened in the same room since they all shared a one-room hut. Oh, so, so he may have witnessed He may have Ooh. witnessed it. Uh, but he's never said anything about that. Yeah, I'm surprising. Yeah. So, growing up, because of, you know, how he was living, mm-hmm. just make a comment while I just take my turban off. Okay. But there, we covered that in um, in university, the fact that um, it was very common practice in war for the invading soldiers to go through a country and rape the women. And pillage. And as a sign of, like, taking control from the from the absent soldiers and like defiling their women and then when they became pregnant it would be like the offspring of the supreme power well i mean i think it uh happens in pretty much every war yeah to some degree well yeah uh, it's a it's a control thing isn't it but also there's going to be a lot of violent people in it's, the walls yeah. and that kind of thing anyway and they're in they might go in that for power. And, and especially in a world war, when all kind of regulation that we see in like in like the more modern wars, there's a lot more like psychological regulation. Mm. So if you're like too violent, if you're too out of line in a psychological standpoint, they won't admit you into the military. Yeah. Whereas in the world wars, there was just such a desperate need for men that they admitted any, Everything. like, able-bodied yeah, man. that's still what um, Korea does. <clears throat> yeah. They, they have to do two years, at least. Yeah. Every single man. Uh, when they're, like, early 20s. Um, so, yeah, so that still goes on. So, I won't really be surprised in any of the walls, but that's mm. the thing. That's true. Um, so, obviously, because he, you know, didn't really have food, he was physically weak, um... And he often would attend school in handmade clothes, okay. uh, you know, sort of holes in that kind of thing. Yeah. By 1946, uh, his stomach would continuously be swollen from hunger. Yeah. Um, from the post-war famine. So. He's war, got another famine now. Yeah. Love that for um, And that plagued a lot of the Soviet Union. So therefore he was bullied at school also a lot. Um, Tatyana later recalled that despite the hardships uh, of his growing up, uh, their father was a kind man. Okay. Um, it was the mother that was quite harsh and unforgiving. 
which well that doesn't surprise me you see in quite a lot of these cases yeah uh some mommy issues so around <laughs> puberty yeah <coughs> Catillo discovered he had chronic impotence oh great uh, so that's nice great. Big blow to his masculinity. He's some already yeah. fragile masculinity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that worsened his social. How did he discover? How did he discover that? Well, I mean, eleven, like onwards. That's when you start like questioning things, and like that's uh, roughly around the time of like masturbation and shit, isn't it? That's fair. First, yeah. like discovering yourself. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it just added and worsened his social awkwardness and self hatred. Um, but you gotta uh, have a little bit of self love, Andre. Oh, there we yeah, yeah. self love. If, so. if, if the bedwetting wasn't a sign, and you know the troubled home life and the trauma, impotence definitely was that. But also, also at eleven, we have the first incident. Oh God! All right, hit me. He jumped one of his eleven-year-old friends, um, of his younger sister. He must have been slightly older than eleven at this point. Um, wrestled her to the ground and then ejaculated while the girl was struggling in its grasp. Wow. Yeah. So that was his first orgasm, I guess. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, he, he orgasmed, managed to do it, get rid of, you know, his impotence through violent acts. That would be the only way he could achieve orgasm. Yeah, great guy. My mind is blown. Um, so he ends up getting a girlfriend. Incredibly. Uh, somehow. Uh, but she broke up with him eventually because he was impotent. Um, or as I just typed, he couldn't get his dick up. Um, got a girlfriend after that. The same thing happened. Same reason. So it's going well for Andre. Uh, A.K.A. No, it's not. Um, aka he couldn't get a stiffy is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, honey, yeah, we yeah, all understand yeah, exactly glad. what you're I'm trying glad. to say. I'm glad I had to clarify. No, you didn't. I, I know, I know, I didn't. Clarification has been made. So in 1963, okay, Chikatilo actually married a woman. Uh, you what? Well, it was more like an arranged marriage. Oh, that poor woman. Yeah. Um, because obviously he was having no luck with the ladies because yeah. he couldn't, couldn't get, get it up. up. Yeah. Um, and she was called, and again, so sorry, uh, Fudosia Odnachiva. So Fidosia. sorry. Fudosia. Maybe. Um, it don't matter. <coughs> so whom... Just call her Fee. Yeah, okay. Uh, and he'd been introduced to her by his younger sister. Okay. Um, so they were like, oh... She was like, I want to have a kid. <laughs> but he can't get it up. Unless it's violent. Yes. So they agreed together that she would con- conceive children. Um, Lord help us all. By him ej- ejaculating externally and her pushing his semen inside her vagina with her fingers. Just so romantic. Honestly, it really is. I just need. Yeah, I just I, need yeah, a minute. Yeah. Um. Rick Fee, first of all. It's just so sexy. Um. So that's a thing. So in 1965, she gave birth to a daughter. It worked. 
Christ. It worked. Fuck me. Yeah, it fucking worked. Uh, called Ludmila. Four years later, worked again, babe. Worked again. Jesus. It worked again. There you go. That's how you can get pregnant, guys. It's unconventional, but there you go. Never mention that again. Um, yes, four years later, they had a son in 1969 called Yuri. Um, I do like the name Yuri. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so in May 1973. Okay. Oh, this is when the... This is when he starts being like, hmm, I do love orgasming, but the only way I can do that is through violent acts. Time to start doing violent acts. Okay. Yeah, basically. Clearly, clearly his wife shoving shoving his cum up, up her own vagina with her fingers is clearly not working anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, Doesn't do it for him. No. No, I can't Clearly. imagine it did at all, to be honest. Clearly. Um, so, he committed another sexual assault. Okay. It, it says his first, but that surely would have been the, the one friend. Really, yeah, yeah, the 11-year-old girl. So, that's clearly an assault, but yeah, okay. So, he ends up... He's a teacher. Yeah. He's what? He's a teacher. Such, oh, wow. Oh, so, sweet um, Jesus. It was on one of his pupils. Oh. Yeah, obviously. Um, so in the incident, uh, he swarmed a fifteen-year-old girl, groped her tits and her genitals. Jesus! And then ejaculated on the girl while she struggled again in his grasp. Okay. So pretty much the same as yeah. the last girl. Yeah. Uh, months later, did it again. Uh, he sexually assaulted and beat this time. Oh. A te- another teenage girl. Jesus. Probably underage. Probably, yeah. Um, and he had locked her in his classroom. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. That should not be a thing where teachers can lock the door. That I'm should pretty... not be a thing. Well, I'm pretty sure they have... Gosh, None of know. my schools have I know, ever had locks I know in on. America they had locks on them for, like, in case of, like, shootings yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but that's because well, they know. have shootings like, every week. Sorry. It's true, though. Yeah. Um, but no, that should not be a thing. Um, and I'd like to comment, he was not disciplined for any of these events wow. that I just named. Surprisingly. Incredible. He's like just um, going around sexually assaulting people and oh, no, no. the school are just like, yeah, homie. His fellow teachers, <coughs> they yeah. had also observed him fondling himself in the presence of students and said nothing. Jesus <laughs> Um, he's also known to have entered the girls' dormitory uh, in the hope of seeing them getting undressed. Just lovely, man. There's just so much going on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, by his own admission, by the mid-70s, his desire... And I, I hate that I have to read this. Oh, I'm ready for it. His desire to view naked children drove him to loiter around public toilets where he would frequently spy on young girls. So I'm going to pretend I've never said that sentence in my life. Um, But there we go. He then went on to sexually assault three more girls by going up to them and being like, oh, I have chewing gum. (laughs) It worked. What a lie. It worked. What a lie. Romeo is in the house. Yeah. Um, So his career as a teacher ended in March 1981. Oh, thank God. uh, Following several complaints of child molestation against pupils of both sexes. 
Um, so, murders. Ah, we're getting onto the juicy stuff. Yeah, now. yeah. If it wasn't weird enough, it's it's. If this it wasn't, is when it begins. If it wasn't nasty enough, yeah. This is where we get truly, truly wild. September. Okay. Nineteen seventy-eight. Okay. He moved to somewhere else where I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt it, lads. All right. Just give me points for attempting. Uh, Shakti, where he committed his first documented murder that we're aware of. On the evening of the 22nd of December, he lured a nine-year-old girl, yeah, nine, uh, called Yelena Yelena. Zaktnova to an old dilapidated hut uh, that he had secretly purchased. I love Um, a secret purchase. Yeah. He attempted to rape her, but he couldn't get it up. Uh, so then she starts struggling. I mean, that he usually, panics. It, you no, well that usually be like that's usually a thing that gets yeah. him going, doesn't it? Yeah. It's it's thick. Yeah. Uh, but struggling. Clearly, he's got a little bit of performance anxiety on yeah. this one. Yeah. Uh, but when she starts struggling, he choked her out, stabbed her three times in the abdomen, and then came. Yeah. There we go. While stabbing the child. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So now the. Ejaculation's gotten a bit more violent, yeah. if possible. You know that moment where you're just like, oh, what? and there it is. Yep, yep there it is. There it is. Um, he, uh, yeah, he then threw her nine-year-old body into the river, and she was found two days later. Um, they saw spots of blood that had been on the snow, uh, close to a fence near the house that okay. he had purchased, but yeah. they didn't really do anything with that. Um... Hold on. Sorry about Hello. that slight technological issue there. Um. Yeah, so the neighbours noted that he'd been in that house that he'd bought, he's bought okay. uh, on the evening of the murder. Um, and they'd even found a backpack, which I'm assuming was the girls, yep. uh, on the opposite end of the river, at the end of the street. Witnesses even gave the police a description detailed of a man <coughs> that was last seen with the girl who Andre, closely obviously. resembled Andre, yeah. Um, and she'd been lured from the bus stop. Um, however, someone else got arrested for it. <laughs> um, were for- forced to confess. Right. Then when they were... F- forced to confess obviously they got jailed yeah and then when they were in jail they were like hold up i didn't actually do this i was brutally beaten to confess i take it back uh, too late but, but they refused to listen to him and he ended up getting killed by a firing squad so rip that guy well that explains how we got away with it uh well yeah that one yeah um, despite them having a detailed description, placing him at the scene, talking to the girl. Maybe this guy looked like him. I, I, well, I think they just wanted someone to pin it on and this guy ended up confessing, so. Um, so. That was the guy's first mistake. Yeah. So this is when he realises that he can... Don't read the screen. I'm not. Don't believe that. Um, that he can only get orgasm through... Stabbing 
or slashing women and children to death. It, okay. won't, it won't work if they lived. Had to be to death. Had to be to he death. He had to see the lights go up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he later claimed that the urge to relieve, uh, relive this experience had overwhelmed him. Okay. Um, nevertheless, um, Chiquitillo did stress that he had initially tried to resist. Um, for example, if he was on a business trip, he would and felt the urges. He'd cut the trip short so that he'd have to return home. Um, so that, you know, he would, it, that would stop him from, like, searching for a victim. Okay, so he didn't do this at home. I can't say completely he didn't, okay. but I don't think so. Okay. Um. So now we're on third of September, nineteen eighty-one. Okay. Hilo encountered a seventeen-year-old mm-hmm. boarding school student mm-hmm. called Larissa Chiken- Chikenko. God help me. Uh, standing also at a bus stop. He likes bus stops. He really does. Um, I suppose he... quite an opportunity, aren't they? Well, yeah, especially if you're alone there. Um, he lured her to a forest uh, near the Don River, uh, saying that he had vodka uh, and that they could relax. I mean, he's going to be relaxed. Yeah, he is at the end of the day. He's going to be yeah. very he's relaxed. Chill. She um, is going to be in the ultimate relax of, of non-existence of now. Yes. Yeah. Um, of the afterlife. Of the afterlife. She's going to be chilling. Yeah, waiting for him to come so she can beat the shit out of him. Stab the shit out of him. Yeah. Absolutely stab Um, the shit out of him. So they got to the secluded area in the forest. Uh, He then threw the girl to the ground, Mm -hmm. tore off her clothes, attempted intercourse. Oh. Couldn't get it up. Lad's lads going through it. God, He's he's having issues. He cannot get his penis up. All right. So instead, obviously this is, obviously if you're struggling with this, this is what you do instead. Yeah. Um, he forced mud into her mouth to quieten her screams. Okay. Uh, before battering her and strangling her to death. Okay. Um, Let me guess. And then he came. It doesn't say that he came oh. on this one. Oh um, my God. I had to just read that bit. Damn. Um, so he had no knife, so, but... So, because, you know, he liked to play around with the body, mutilate it a bit. So, because he had no knife, he did it with his teeth. Mutilated her with his teeth. And uh, (coughs) a six-foot-long stick he found. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a long-ass stick. That stick is the same size as Daddy Dave. That is wild. I mean, I know you're in a forest, but I don't think I've ever seen a stick that's six-foot before. I've seen a six-foot stick, but it's... That's impressive. It's 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 not exactly the most wieldy of weapons mm. to use. In... I guess if he's mutilating her and, I don't know, maybe he stuck it inside. Maybe he's just beating her with it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, I try not to think of how one can mutilate a body with a six-foot stick. I feel like that's understandable. Um, he tore one of her nipples off with his teeth uh, and then was like, mm, should I like try and hide the body? And it's like he gave it like a half-hearted Like he kind of shoved it in a bush, I'm guessing? Uh, he just covered it with a few leaves and branches and some torn off newspaper. I don't know where he got that from, but it was there. Maybe it was in a bag. Um, obviously, because he did a terrible job, it was found the next day. So yeah. Clearly. 
So nine months after that, on the 12th of June, 1982, he travelled by bus to uh, a district of Rostov. Okay. Which, obviously, from his nicknames, is where he did the majority of the murders. Um, he encountered a 13-year-old girl. Okay. Who was called Lovebov Baruk, uh, who was walking home from a shopping trip. Aww. The two uh, actually walked together um, for about a quarter of a mile Jeez. until their path was shielded from witnesses uh, by bushes. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, then he pounced on her, yep. dragged her into a nearby sort of undergrowth, mm-hmm. tore her clothes off, yep. and killed her. He had a knife this time. Ah, yeah. Man's prepared. Yeah, he was he knows prepared. Now. Uh, by stabbing and slashing her to death as he imitated performing intercourse. So he's still struggling. But he's going through the motions. Yeah. I'm assuming with the knife. Oh. If it was stabbing and slashing, I'd imagine first thing with the oh. knife would have been a thing um when her body was found on the 27th of june i hate that the medical examiner discovered evidence of 22 stab wounds found yes i was right it must have been because they were found on the head neck chest and pelvic region oh. so yeah uh, there was also further wounds on the skull which means that the killer had attacked her from behind <sighs> With the handle and blade of the knife uh, to get her down. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, several striations. Striations? Yes, were discovered upon her eye sockets. Now, I covered Andre Chikatilo in my EPG, that uh, EPQ that I did in college. Okay. And that college piece I did was about killers in media, in, like, TV, fictional media and real-life killers who focused on mutilation uh, of the eyes. Ah, yes. Yeah. I remember you telling me about this Um, once. So, yeah. So, he was one of them. So, he ended up doing it to a lot of his victims. I think we talked about it in the the Night Stalker episode, didn't we? Yeah, possibly. When when he went and did the eyes and they thought it was, like, uh, because she'd seen something. Yes, yeah. So, he believed that same thing. Okay. That old nurse's tale where... I can't remember. There's a, there's a name for it. It was in my yeah my qualification somewhere. But, uh, yeah, it's basically... Um, so, he does this up until he realises it's probably not true. Um, so basically, you either mutilate or remove the eyes because uh, there was an old wives' tale that the eyes hold the last image thing that they see, yeah. image of you know what happened before they, they yeah. died. So the killer. So in doing that, they think they can't use the eyes. Erasing evidence. Yeah, basically. So yeah, he believed in that. <coughs> so, he wouldn't be the first and he won't be the no. last well I mean it's, it's obviously disproven now anyway but yeah I don't think many people do it now um, so between July and September of 1982 he killed a further five victims um, that is escalating yeah between the ages of 9 and 18 Jesus Yeah, he uh, had a pattern going of approaching children uh, runaways or young vagrants at bus or railway stations. He would entice them into a nearby forest or some kind of other secluded area um, and then kill them, usually by either stabbing, slashing, 
you know, eviscerating them with a knife somehow. Um, mm. Some some victims uh, also got a multitude of stab wounds, but some were also strangled or battered to death. Um, many of the victims' bodies were mutilated uh, and had it in the eye sockets. Um, his female adult victims were often prostitutes or homeless women. Okay. Um, and he would lure them to secluded areas with promises of alcohol or money. This man is all over the place. He is. Um, he would attempt intercourse with every victim. Usually, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. He couldn't get it up. Yeah. He couldn't get it up. Yeah. The problem was, it was hard to get it hard. It really was. He was struggling. Yeah. Um, this would then send him, uh, he would become like murderous with fury, yeah. Yep. Um, especially with some women that would mock him for his oh. impotence. <laughs> Making them last few moments on earth count. I just, I just want to query the wisdom in, in mocking. And don't get me wrong, I understand the pleasure that one may take from it. But I have to question... The, the, the wisdom in, in mocking a man who is actually trying to kill you. Yeah, but I'm sorry, balls hard. of steel. That is balls of steel, to be fair. I mean, he's going to kill you either way. I mean, yeah, may as well. So you may as well get a couple of pot shots in when you're yeah. waiting. Plus, if you enrage him, he's more likely to do a lethal hit quicker. Hopefully. And then you can die quicker. Or more likely to draw it out and torture you. Well, not if he's in a rage. You don't know. That's Have you true. been in a murderous rage? Can't say I have. Yeah, I can't say I have either. Can't say I have much experience with murderous rages. Um, or getting my, my dick up. Correct, also that. Yeah, I can't say I've struggled with that. Um, so he would, um, yeah, he would only achieve orgasm <coughs> uh, through stabbing or slashing the victims to death. Okay. Um, his child or adolescent victims were of any sexes. Oh, okay. Um... And again, he would lure them to secluded areas, usually uh, for, by various means, whether it's alcohol, drugs, <coughs> company, relaxing, whatever. Um, they, he would usually, what he'd do is go up to them, usually form some kind of small conversation. Um, he could offer them assistance or company, uh, offer to show them a shortcut somewhere, um, it, for some reason, uh, one of his ploys, he had a chance. He, he said that he would show them some rare stamps. That wow. Would, that would not make me follow a man. That would make me run. Yeah. Films, rare films or coins. None of those would make me follow not, not even one of them into a secluded area. Not even one. Um, <clears throat> maybe that was all the hype back then. I would uh, I would run in the other direction if someone yeah. says, "Do you want to see my stamps?" No. Do you want to see some rare coins? God no. Uh, Absolutely not. I feel not. like I'm good, thanks, bro. I feel like I'm a dip. Yeah. Like mm, like quickly, me. like bye bye. I'm good. Yeah. Um. No. Strong no from me. Or food or candy, obviously. Okay. If someone said food, I would also say no, but at the yeah. same time, I'd be like, hmm. Literally, if they said dogs, however, I'd be like, <laughs> would be oh, like, yeah, I'll come with you, bro. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll Especially I'll if run. they said the word puppy. Don't matter. Dogs of any age. Yeah. I'll go. 
You're there. Um, so, obviously, once he'd got them in the area, he'd overpower them once they were alone. Um, he would often tie the hands behind the back with rope uh, before he had a habit of stuffing mud or something called loam. Don't know what that is. Into hmm. their mouths to silence their screams and then proceeds to kill them. Wow. If you know what loam is, please tell me. Please, good lord, tell us. I don't know what it is. No idea. Um, all I'm going to assume is it's something similar to mud that you can find outside because he was killing them outside. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, the 11th of December, 1982, he encountered a 10-year-old girl called Olga Stamachnok riding a bus to her parents' house. Just Olga. Um, Olga, yeah. So it's just, yeah, anyway. Um, he persuaded her to leave the bus with him. First mistake. That was a massive mistake. Yeah. Uh, he then lured her into a cornfield just outside the city and stabbed her in excess of 50 times around the head and her body, ripped open her chest and took her and just absolutely destroyed her lower bowel and uterus. Damn. Yeah. That 10-year-old um, old girl, she went through it. This man is losing it. Yeah. I can see why they called him the Ripper now. Yeah, he really did. Um, January 1983, same year. Okay. Uh, four victims uh, had been linked to the same killer by the police. Oh, okay, but they don't know he's the murderer. Yeah. Okay. Um, he didn't kill again until June <coughs> of 1983. Uh, then he murdered a 15-year-old American... Uh, no, not American, sorry. Armenian girl. Armenian girl, yep. Called Laura Starksian. Mm-hmm. Her body was found close to an unmarked railway platform. Um, by September, he had killed five further victims. Um, the accumulation... A sweet Mary, mother of God! I know, I told you, he killed quite a few. <clears throat> quite quickly, yeah. it seems, as well. Um, the accumulation of bodies that were being found... And the similarities between, like, the wounds, how they were killed. Where they were killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they It kind of forced the Soviet authorities to be like, hmm. Something's hinky. We might have a serial killer. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Just maybe. Yeah. Just that. Uh, so, on the 6th of September, 1983, uh, the public prosecutor of the Soviet Union formally linked six of the murders to the same killer. So we're from four to six now. Okay. Obviously, he's killed a lot more than that. I was going to say. Yeah. Um, When they sort of said this to the public, uh, three mentally ill people confessed, three gay men, and a paedophile apparently did. Um, But they went through that same process as that guy for the first one. Yeah. Where they were beaten to confess. And then the three men and the paedophile committed suicide. Oh. As a result of the questioning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they regret that. As a, However, positive note. Okay. As a result of the investigation. Um, they uncovered lots more cases and links. Yeah. Uh, yes. More than, well, not to him anyway. Okay. But more than... Not to each other. No, just <clears throat> random crime. Okay. 
um, more than 1,000 unrelated crimes, including 95 murders, 140 aggravated assaults, and 245 rapes were solved. Jesus! Yeah, I know. Damn. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Wild! So I, I don't want to say well done, Andre, <sighs> but... Clearly having a serial killer on the run is a great thing for yeah. it did <laughs> solve right. It really did. That is... Wow. 245 rapes. Jesus. I don't think I've ever seen 245 rapes solved anywhere. It's just any, anywhere. Anywhere, in the, in, anywhere. anywhere in the world. So. Except for Russia, clearly. Yeah, I know, honestly. Um, and it takes a serial killer. Um, so, 30th of October, 1983. Same year. Lots going on this year. What's going on this um, year? The eviscerated body of a 19-year-old prostitute called Vera Shivkun was found. Uh, she had been killed on the 27th of October. Poor Vera. So three days before. Um, on the 24th, 27th of December, yeah. uh, a 14-year-old Kovo schoolboy uh, called Sergei Markov was lured off a train and murdered at a empty station. He was also emasculated, which I feel like is clearly envy. Yeah. He has penis envy of a nine-year-old boy. Of a 14-year-old boy. 14-year-old boy, sorry. Yeah, he does. He has penis envy from a 14-year-old boy. He also suffered over 70. Oh, Jesus. That's a lot of stabbing. You have to be really mad. That must... I just... That must be exhausting. He's built off some arm strength for that shit. Like... The sheer strength it takes as well, because he's going to be hitting bone. And struggling. And that person's going to be struggling. Yeah. And the amount... He must be in a blind rage. Oh, God, yeah. Because there's no way a man in any kind of connection with reality would manage to stab somebody 70 times. Over 70. Over 70 times, sorry. He would not be able to, like, continue that kind of exertion. Yeah, it's like you link the emasculation... Of the boy. He's already going to be pissed and envious over this boy. Yeah. Just being normal. Or at least having a normal penis he might be able to get up. And him as an adult man still cannot. Him as an adult man with two kids. Yeah. Yeah, still cannot. Still cannot get it up. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. I'd imagine a lot of rage there. And, you know, I'm assuming adrenaline. Yeah. Like, that gets things going. Either way, man lost it. Yeah. Uh, man never had it, but man lost no. it. Uh, so we're in the next year now. We finally get to 1984. <coughs> okay. Uh, so in January and February, he killed uh, two women in Rostov. Okay. Uh, on the 24th of March, he lured a 10-year-old boy called Dmitry Pisashnikov away from a stamp kiosk. Stamp kiosk. Now, I, I've never... I've never I've never seen a stamp kiosk. I've never seen a stamp kiosk before. I know this was a while ago, but how common were they? Probably about as common as a rail a railroad station or a bus station. I guess maybe if it was like railroad related. Really. I guess that makes more sense. Because a stamp kiosk would just be where you went to ascertain stamps to send posts. Oh, a bit like a post office. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That makes more sense. Um. So his body was found three days later. Oh, uh, the police actually found a footprint of the killer mm. and semen and saliva samples. Oh my god, he got off? Yeah. 
Praise Jesus. Uh, on the victim's clothing. Oh. Uh, on the 25th of May, he killed a young woman called Tatyana Petrovson uh, and her 10-year-old daughter, Slavetlana. Slavetlana. Yeah, in a her. wooded area. At the end of July, this was just me writing, this date he killed this person, this date he killed this person. It went on for a while. Um, at the end of July, he had killed three additional young women between the ages of 19 and 21. God almighty. Uh, and a 13-year-old boy. On the 2nd of August, he killed a 16-year-old girl called Natalia Glovsokaya. So sorry. Why don't we just say first names? No! I have to pay respects to the victims okay. by butchering their names, apparently. Okay, clearly. Um, it's the effort that counts. I think they'd pay you not to say their last names. Maybe. Um, on the 7th of August, this is all in one year. I know, I'm aware. Yeah. He lured a 17-year-old ni- girl called yeah. Ludmila Alexeva to the banks of the Don River again, which was another victim, to that same river, on the pretense of showing her a shortcut to a bus terminal. Um, he knows she... lots of shortcuts, doesn't he? Yeah, rumour has it. Rumour has it. Yeah, they all lead to like the same places. Death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is a shortcut to death, he's not lying. It is, yeah. Uh, she suffered 39 slash wounds to her body. Jesus Christ. And then, after all that stabbing, he mutilated and disemboweled her. Whew. He, However, for this woman, this girl, he drew her out. Oh. Um, he intentionally inflicted wounds that he knew would not be immediately fatal. So he wanted to see her suffer first. Yeah, so she probably was still alive when he was mutilating her and disemboweling her. Which is horrific. Fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact, probably, yeah. That's nasty. On the 15th of August, he killed an unidentified young woman and a 10-year-old girl called Akmarl Sedeliviva. No, I did worse on that one. You did worse on that one. Uh, within two weeks of that... The nude body of an 11-year-old boy called Alexander Chippel was discovered on the banks, again, of the Don River. The Don River is just not the place to go. No, and it's popping at this point. Is it popping? Uh, he was strangled and, what do you know, castrated. Ah! Oh, again. Look at that. And he also had his eye- eyes gouged out. Again? Yeah. On the 6th of September. It's wild that this is all happening in one year. Just piles of bodies. Man has Jesus lost it. Jesus Christ. Uh, 6th of September, he killed a young librarian who was a 24-year-old called Irina Luxinkaya. Uh, on the 13th of September, Jesus, we're in the same year. He uh, he was Pretty observed... sure we're in the same month at this point. Yeah, we are. He was observed by two undercover detectives attempting to talk to young women. So by this point, they were like, hmm, there's patterns. There is. I'm so, so glad they've realised yeah, this. Yes, finally. Uh, so he, he was seen talking to, or trying to talk to young women at the Rostov bus station. And they were all like, fuck no. Mm-hmm. So they followed him. As oh he my about God. the city. Um, because they, they then, <clears throat> as he was going about the city, he was still trying to talk to women. Um, and he liked to like, I mean, he has before, but he likes to do like self pleasure things in public. Ah, yes. A bit of a bit of rubbing himself on people, you know, in public places. Like a dog. 
Yeah, rutting bit. against the nearest hard surface. Like, yeah. please stop. Uh, so when he got into the city, uh, the central market, they finally arrested him. Um, so he was revealed to have on him, in his belongings... Oh, God. Here we go. A knife that is 20 centimetres, or 7.9 inches. That's a long knife! Yeah. Um, several lengths of rope. Where's the storing this? Just in his pockets. That's a long, that's a long rope to have in your pocket. Um, 70 centimetres of rope? No, several lengths. Several lengths. Uh, and rope. a jar of Vaseline. Not gonna comment. You know what he's doing with that Vaseline. I don't wanna know. You know. Um. You already know. So, obviously, he'd already, you know, had a bit of a background, you know, from his teacher days yes. and shit. So they discovered his background. Yeah. He matched the appearances of the sketches. Nice. Uh, but he was given one year jail because um, he stole some things from his work. Oh, God. But instead of going to jail for one year, he only served three months. <laughs> and miraculously, in those three months, there was no killings. Yeah. But also... They found all that stuff on him, found that he matched the appearance, had a dodgy background, and were like, eh. You stole something from your work. Oh, that's... The audacity! That, that's it, that's the one. And then, but then we'll let you go. Early. A lot early. Good God. God. Almighty. Obviously, you're like, mm. he's not going to keep killing. Oh, yes, he's, he's completely going to keep killing. Yeah, yeah. So, 1st of August... 1985, he found an 18-year-old woman called Natalia Pukhilstova, uh, and he lured her off a train okay. uh, into the woods nearby okay. a village, mm-hmm. uh, where he bound her, stabbed her 38 times in her neck and chest, and strangled her to death. I didn't realise after stabbing her for 38 times in the neck and chest there's anything left to strangle, but okay. I mean, she might have been dead. With that, that's quite a few. That is. Um, the 27th of August, he killed another young woman ah. called Irina Gleniva. So then the the police were like, oh, the killings are still happening. I guess they didn't notice the gap. Clearly not. No. Um, so this like head detective decided to make a profile on this killer of all the crimes that linked to him. It was 65 pages. Good Lord. And they still didn't know who it was. And they got it pretty right. So they put that it was a reclusive man, uh, aged between 45 and 50, who had had a painful and isolated childhood, likely incapable of flirting or having courtship with women. This individual were probably well-educated, likely to be married and to have fathered children, but also being a sadist who suffered from impotence. They pretty much have him. They do. They really do. And could only achieve sexual arousal and relief through seeing, Yeah, or victims suffer. The murders themselves were an analogue to the sexual intercourse which the individual was incapable of performing, and his knife became a substitute for a penis, which failed to function normally. So basically, they have a Oxford Dictionary yeah. description of... Of Andre. Of they, Andre. He's just straight and they completely missed him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Incredible. He actually, like a lot of serial killers do, followed the investigation. Of course he did. Um, so we're in 1987 now. 
Okay. He killed three times. Mm-hmm. The first murder in 1987 was around the 16th of May. Okay. He encountered a 12-year-old boy yeah. called Oleg... Mar- Another Oleg. Yeah, Oleg Marenkov at a train station again. Mm-hmm. Um, he was lured from the station with the promise of sharing a meal. Okay. Uh, but he was were murdered in the woods. Let me guess. His penis was cut off. Doesn't say. What? Doesn't say, what? but probably, probably you could assume. You could yeah. guess. Um, he was murdered in the woods nearby to the station. Um, however, his body would remain undiscovered until 1991. For four years? Yeah. Wow. He did a decent job of hiding that one. <sighs> Debatable. Um, in July, he killed... Uh, of that year, he murdered the boy. He yeah. killed a twelve-year-old boy called Ivan Blovetsky. Ivan uh, Blovetsky. In fifteenth of September. He Let me killed... guess. He killed somebody else. Yes, he did. Ah, funnily enough, yes, I see a did. pattern emerging. <laughs> I can't believe that. It's almost like this is a serial killer. Almost. He God. killed a sixteen-year-old vocational school student called Yuri. God help me with this one. Oh. Terry Shinnok didn't go as badly as I planned. Oh, okay. Probably, in fact, butchered all of these, though. That's okay. I'm, I'm proud of you trying. Thank you. So we're in 1988. He killed three times again. Oh, uh, my And he killed an unidentified woman um, in Krasny Sulan in April. And he killed two boys in May and July. The first murder victim was lured again off a train. Oh, um, God. He bound her hands behind her back, stuffed her mouth full, her mouth full with dirt, severed her nose from her face, <sighs> inflicted numerous stab wounds to her neck. Uh, he then bludgeoned her to death with a slab of concrete. What a... I mean, he switched it up. He did? Yeah. He did. That's the first time he's done that? Yeah. I'm guessing the concrete was just laying around. Maybe he, maybe it was more of a crime of opportunity than he went out looking for somebody. Yeah. He was just on the train and he just looked at her and he was like, I really want to kill you. Time to die. And he, he executed her. But most of the time yeah. he had a, his knife on him. Yeah. Maybe but then didn't. sometimes. Oh no, he did have his knife though. Because it knife wounds to her neck. Maybe he was feeling just freaky in that day. Maybe she knocked the knife out of his hand. Yeah, maybe. Um, this will never do. No. Her body was then found on the 6th of April. Um, in May, he murdered a nine-year-old boy called Alexei Ronko. On the 14th of July, he killed a 15-year-old Evgeny Borovtov. His body was not found until April 1989. Okay. Although his remains, uh, obviously were mostly skeletal at that point. His autopsy did show that he had been emasculated. Oh. So, yeah. Um, and suffered at least 30 stab wounds. So now we're in the next year. Dear God. 28th February 1989. Let me guess. He killed somebody else. He did kill someone else. Let me guess. It's going to be a woman. It was a woman. It was a woman. It was a 16-year-old girl called Tatyana Ruskova in his daughter's vacant apartment. Wow. Ballsy. I am just reminded that he had children and I'm like, Jesus Christ. One called Tatyana. Same name as his victim. And a son called Yuri. And he's killed yeah. multiple Yuris. I don't know if he's he killed has. any Yuris. He's killed he's a def- Yuri. He's killed... This is, must be the second Tatiana, yeah. I think. But he's definitely killed one Yuri. 
Maybe. Um, so, in her apartment as well, he was feeling extra bored. He was. He also dismembered the woman's body. Incredible. And hid the remains in a sewer. How did he explain that to his daughter? Guess you didn't see. He then killed a further four victims. Oh my god. Three were killed in Rostov and the others elsewhere. Um, the 14th of January, 1990. Okay. Say it. <sighs> Say it. You know, you know what's coming. He killed somebody. He killed. He killed somebody. Did he kill? I'm gonna go a boy this time. It's a boy. It's a boy. Is it a young boy? Yes, eleven. There we go. Andrei Kravchenko. It's interesting that he's never killed a boy older than fifteen. Well, it's probably because they're like strength, isn't it? He, he, he overpowers them. So. There's like, there's clearly he doesn't he doesn't go for anybody he knows. Can win could a be fight. yeah yeah, who know who he knows could stand a chance because mm. as soon Got as they surviving. get to fifteen, he's not interested. Yeah. Uh, so this boy was standing outside a theater this time. Oh. Uh, he was lord. How obviously. dare he outside a theater? Yeah, he was lord from the theater. Um, on the pretext of being shown imported Western films that apparently he claimed to have at his house. I don't think that was true. I don't think that was true, and I'm 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 concerned that imported Western films were enough to get this kid to follow. Yeah, I mean, I guess he was outside of a theater. Rafa, uh, yeah. yeah, he doesn't know how to pick his targets. Yeah, um, so he was obviously extensively stabbed, and emas yeah emasculated. Uh, his body was found in a secluded section of the woods the next month. Okay, seven weeks after his his death. On the 7th of March, he lured a 10-year-old boy, another one, uh, called Yaroslav Makrov from a Rostov train station. Um, and he lured him again from the theatre. Jesus Christ. No, he didn't. That nope. was the same guy we just did. <laughs> oh, okay, we're repeating murders now. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, he just killed that boy, 10-year-old okay. boy. Um he then killed three more victims. Oh, fucking hell. I, don't... <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it's just... It's, no, it's, just like, it's normally when we do serial killers. Okay, it's... This person was then murdered on such and such a date. Mm. This couple was then murdered on such and such a date. But now, we're going with so many murders, so many assaults, that we're just saying, in this time period, he murdered five people. Yeah, there's... It's, it's it's literally in groups of threes to fives. It is. I told you he killed a lot. And that is not even, like, a determined number. That's how they many think, he confessed to. Yeah, over 50. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, 4th of April. He lured a 31-year-old woman. Oh, wait, an old now. Yeah, that was an older Jesus. one. Uh, called... Uh, I'm going to try that again. Uh, uh, uh Zubena. <laughs> okay. It's again so far. It's okay. Um, off a train, yep. killed her in the woods. Uh, usual. ML. Can we just get a t-shirt that says he lured her off a train and led her to the woods? Because how many times have you said that? It's like boy in the box. So I'm saying don't go into the woods. Don't go into the woods. Don't don't go for coins or stamps or, or Western, Western films. films. Imported Western Imported films. Imported rare Western films. Or... The stranger of us says to come relax. Red flag. I just red flag. Stay away from strangers. 
stay away from strangers. Yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure that these girls knew to stay away from strangers uh, and they've made an exception for this guy. And boys. And boys, sorry. And boys. Yeah. There's a lot of boys. Um, He lured a 13-year-old boy called Viktor Petrov away from a Rostov railway station. Hey, you smashed that one. I did, yeah, I did. Yeah, proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you guys noticed that, okay. <laughs> um, I killed him in Rostov's botanical gardens. I mean, at least That's he died in a nice place. I mean, yeah, but don't ruin the botanical gardens with a murder. Do you, do you know, know how many murders happen in botanical gardens? No, I do it's not. It's quite a few. That's surprising. Um, on the 14th of August, he killed an 11-year-old boy called Ivan Foreman. Um, so now we're on 1990. Oh, God. I think it's drawing to a close. Uh, we are. Thank God. 6th of November, he killed and mutilated a 22-year-old woman called Sletvenya Karostik. Uh, when he returned to the railway platform, he was observed by an undercover officer. Ah, uh, another undercover police officer to, yeah. thwart, to thwart him. However, nothing happened with that. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> right, Please, we're, Jesus, no, we're at the final murder. We're at the final murder. All right. 13th of November, the final victim was found. All suspects were questioned. He, you know, surveillance was happening. He was finally arrested for trying to lure some kids with beer. He had a wound on him that was a fresh human bite. He had a knife and rope on his person. So, he wouldn't confess though. For quite a while. Oh, finally, oh, finally, on the 29th of November, that guy that made the profile went in the room with him and he was like, all right, I ain't going to ask you anything. I'm just going to read you the 65-page profile on yourself. Starts reading it. Stop me if I'm wrong. And he ended up confessing and crying. Crying? At the profile, yeah. But, oh, you know about my impotence? That's the bit he was sad about. <laughs> Oh, that's the bit you were saying yeah. about, the fact that the impotence was known. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you are using Good a Lord. 20 centimetre knife as a substitute for your soft, flaccid penis... Yeah, God. It's gonna be noticed, my guy! Yeah, so, you know, he cried and confessed. He stated that, uh, obviously, he believed in the old wife's tale about the eyes. Um, he would often taste the blood of his victims... This bit. He liked to run around the body as he held the victim's tongue in one hand and just run around it, the body, with the tongue. I, what an image. That is what an, an image. image. I have an image. But what if this in my victim head. is still alive and they're just watching him run with their tongue? They're just like, what the fuck? I mean, to be fair, there's a very big artery connected to the tongue, and if he's cut the tongue out, this guy's probably too busy bleeding to death to notice. True, but you're going to be just watch- watching your killer just run around in circles. With I kind of hope around. they're dead at this point. Same. They seem to be running around in circles, celebrating. Um, if he uh, took out the uterus of the female victims, sometimes he liked to chew them, but not swallow. Important clarification. Um, but he did the same thing with male victims, but with the testicles. Probably because he didn't have a working a set bit. of his own. Chewing them a bit, but then spit them out. Okay. Yeah. Um, he also swallowed nipples, though. Um, 
and are claimed to have swallowed some tongues of victims. Don't know how true that is. Um, he obviously had quite a lot of charges. Uh, you know, psychological problems. Oh yes, many yeah. psychological problems. Uh, he attributed them to prenatal brain damage. No idea how true that is. Um, he was diagnosed with BPD though, borderline personality disorder. Understandable. I um, mean, we have this semi average human being, you know, who mm. had a job and had was married and had kids, and then you've got this absolutely crazy person. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, on the 14th of February 1994, he was taken from death row to a cell that was soundproofed um, in a prison and executed with a single gunshot behind his right ear. He was buried in an unmarked grave in the prison cemetery. As he should. As he should. As he should. As he should. Sweet That's Lord, that was a journey. I told you it was a journey. I told you he killed a lot. The numbers just kept rising to the point where I could I couldn't even name. All I was the gonna people. say like there was a lot of names in there. I even got confused. Yeah, there were a lot of names, but also there was a lot of times where I didn't even say the names. I just killed, said he killed yeah. this many. Yeah, it was just wild. What what guy? When he, you started, he really had. When problems. you started this case, yeah, I had an image no. of where this was gonna go. You know, I didn't. It didn't comprehend to me. I think until we went through the cases, just how many over fifty victims is really is. Yeah. Like and it's only like a twelve year period as well, I think. I think it was less than that. Yeah. Possibly less. Because he did a lot of his killing most of his killings were in nineteen eighty three. That year was popping with bodies. Yeah. Nineteen eighty four was But also then a good but one. then he got arrested the first time. I think that yeah, but over three months. True, but I think that kind of... And then he, he started doing it literally a few months later, as yeah. soon as he got out. True, but in a one-year period, I think he popped off in eight, 1983. He did. Uh, but and then, then he, he got arrested. started to come down a bit and was killing like three to five. Yeah. But, but yeah. he definitely killed... He, he started like killing one or two every other year. Mm-hmm. And then he got to two or three, and then he got to like I think it was like ten or fifteen in a year. That was impressive. It was a lot. Of that years. was a, a lot. Wow. And then he did that three month stint in prison, mm. and I think that bit was kind of a bit like probably, shit. Probably because he killed so many in a short time. And um, then he and then he kind of toned it down a bit. Yeah, and went to like three or five a year. You know when you know murdering three to five people a year is toned down. So it's, yeah. So you know he he murders people. More people in a year than I do occasions where I go clubbing in a year. Yeah, same. Yeah. Which says yeah. a lot. I mean, you can tell, I guess, he wasn't all guzzling much throughout the years. But the thing is, is it's just wild. It's I mean, wild. I, I can't even. I know. He was... It was experience. Yeah. Um... I don't know what else to say. I'm, uh, I'm shook. He, yeah. Um, but, you know, he definitely looks like a guy that has big problems. <laughs> he really does. There's something about his face. He looks like a guy who's just not going to be able to perform, do anything with yeah. it. And he didn't. Most of the time. Unless you were dead. Yay. 
Um, so that was wild. I know. So I bet I bet you guys enjoyed that absolute cracker of a journey it there. It really was a roller coaster. Andre and his limp dickness. It was the case of the limp dick. The limp limp dick Andre. Limp dick Andre. There you go. Call him that. There you go. He's not the rip or anything. He's no. limp dick Andre. Just lip, yeah, just limp dick. Um. So yeah, if <laughs> if you enjoyed episode twenty two, I, I hope so. Where to go from there? Um, if you didn't. Maybe you're also self-conscious about having a limp penis. Or maybe, you know, there was just a lot of murder. There was a lot of murder there in that There was a lot episode. of murder. There was a lot of mutilation. But at the same time, I feel like if anyone's watching that does have a limp penis problem, they might be feeling personally attacked. Fair. And we are acknowledging that in no way does having a limp phallus mean, mean that you're going to... You are going to... Yeah. It is just... That this particular serial killer had a limp phallus. Yes, he did. And... Wow. Yeah, I don't know where to go. From wow. There's um, a lot of talk about limp penises. Yeah. So much talk. So many talks of met her on a train and yeah. lured her into the forest. Oh, yeah. So I'm many. I'm shocked how they did not get him after that first time he was arrested. How many he, women, How many people were missing from train station? He matched everything. He had a, the fucking knife and the rope and Vaseline on him. And they were like, eh, let's go arrest that guy. Ah, he's yeah, guilty. Yeah, he's obviously the one, even though we have to beat him into a confession. Yeah. That's just wild. For real. I can't. Well, this has been episode 22. It has. We hope you've enjoyed this one. We certainly and have. Been, it's an experience. We're all going to need Jesus. We are all going to... But do you know how um, often we say that after these episodes? Honestly, after this one... More than usual. Yeah. More than usual. Um, but sweet Jesus. But don't worry, there are there are ways of resolving limp penises these days. I'm probably assuming there's pills there that is. can help that. There is. So hopefully murder isn't the result. The good news that. is, is that we're moving on to a different bit of yes. crime next. No murder for once. <coughs> but still a crime. Still a crime. But you know what? I'm happy for this guy. He can commit all the crime he wants. It's a mystery. It is. It's a mystery. That was not necessary. I know. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that because I feel like I've had all of the murder I can handle for now. That's fair. That was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. So join us next time. For episode 23. 23. That is Beth. I, I am Beth. <laughs> <laughs> you are Beth. That is me. I I am Beth. <laughs> okay. She's cracked finally. And that you is are Beth. <laughs> I thought you were just wanted to say I'm Beth and I was like Yes. I was doing the sign up. Oh my After twenty episodes we are A cracking at the surface and B losing our identities a little bit. <laughs> We're just interwoven at this point. There's no distinguishable difference. BB. We're just BB. We're just BB true crime. All right, you know That's who it. we are. I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> Peace out, bro. Peace out.